Hello, friends. I apologize if it sounds like I smoked a pack of cigarettes. Never done that, but uh, this is where we're at. Little 2020 post-nasal drip coming at you right now. Guys, welcome back to an episode of Be Here for a While. Today's episode of Be Here for a While is brought to you by some of my favorite companies, Third Love Bras, Native Deodorant, and Skillshare. All great things to, you know, make your healthy new year, new you, 2020 so much better. I'll give you some promo codes later. I'm flying high and feeling mean. I mean, besides the little, you know, stuffed up. Uh, but I feel like I got like, you know, it's. I feel like it like sounds like, you know, like I, I like went and like snuck a cigarette in the alley. You know, I wear a leather jacket. Maybe I have a switchblade. I don't know. But I'm kind of excited about the way my voice sounds. Um, but besides that, 2020 is off to a great start. I uh, thank you so much for listening to those last two episodes, if you did, of my podcast that I did in 2019. Uh, I took last week off. Um, but uh, I uh, I was so proud of the last two episodes I did. I honestly probably more proud than any other podcast episodes I've done. And it's just an incredible story. So if you haven't yet, please go back and listen to parts one and two of the Matthew Hahn story. Um, and also, uh, well, I say it at the end of this uh, podcast episode, but if you don't happen to make it to the end, which I hope that you do, uh, I got so many really, really sweet messages from you guys about uh, this episode of a podcast I did called The Honeydew, where I... You know, it took me a lot of a lot of courage and bravery, and I was really scared to tell a story that meant a lot to me. And I did it on there, and it, I feel very free now. And I actually feel it, it was helpful. You guys made me feel even more free that you sent me so many kind messages of support. And God, I just want to thank you for being just one of the brighter parts of, you know, uh, you know, my life. So thank you. You guys are my friends. I love you. And I hope you guys come out to my shows coming up soon. I will be, so all the shows I'm going to mention, these like out of town tour dates are with my friend Kristen Doty. So format's going to be, I'm going to do stand up up top. Well, there'll be a host too. And then, um, then we're going to bring Kristen up on stage after I do stand up. And then we're going to do like a live podcast with games and a Q and a, some of, uh, that they're going to be interactive. It's going to be a freaking blast. So Get your tickets at rachelbryancomedy.com and the dates are January 17th in Denver, Colorado, February 19th in Detroit, Michigan, March 28th in Long Island, and March 29th in Boston. So I really hope to see you guys there. We have VIP packages where you, you know, we're going to meet you, hang out, you know, it's going to be awesome. So super excited. Hope you guys can make it to the show. This intro is going to be short because the podcast episode was a blast. It was kind of long, but um, my guests today are... Again, Kristen Doty and uh, my good friend Zach Wickham. And basically we, uh, I mean, we just talk about like what's going on like now in early 2020 for us, but also um, we recap the um, uh, Vanderpump Rules premiere party that we went to a few nights ago and then the actual premiere episode, like Kristen gives her thoughts on how she feels about it. And then we answer a bunch of uh, listener questions and a lot of the questions you guys had are about current relationships with people. And we finally were just like, ah, hell with it let's just let's just be honest so there's a lot of good stuff in there and uh yeah so without further ado Kristen Doty and Zach Wickham (laughs) sorry it's now just funny to watch so okay I'm here with Kristen Doty and Zach Wickham and I have this new microphone if I want to have two guests on that they have to share but it's funny to watch your heads bob into it like is it my turn to talk now (laughs) it oh (laughs) you guys are gonna 
end up like either hitting heads or kissing on accident. <laughs> Let's hope it's kissing, not smacking each other's like teeth, because mine were really expensive. <laughs> Agreed, and I had braces twice, so mine were also expensive. You had so. braces twice? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm supposed to be getting adult braces right now, and I keep avoiding it, but my teeth are getting worse and worse, like my bottom teeth. I actually shove my retainers in like once every six months and just like deal with the pain and like just every six months, just like shove them in again. That would hurt like, so bad. Oh, it does. And I leave it in for like 20 minutes and then I'm like, I, I feel like my, my orthodontist would be proud of me for this. Oh so God. I've done my duty. Clearly my issue is because I never wore my retainer specifically on my bottom teeth and those are the teeth that are crowding. And one of my teeth now is so like it's like going to the it's taking a break for the rest of the mouth and it's like super sharp so it's cutting the inside of my mouth and i like keep just ignoring it I'm like, i can't what am i going to be on this podcast with invisalign and lisp through the whole thing i mean maybe but even invisalign and if you don't wear your retainer like 24 7 you're screwed i remember you had a pretty Same. heavy lisp when you had invisalign. i had invisalign for eight out of ten weeks and then my my mouth like my jawline my whatever my teeth moved <laughs> my jawline my my jawline moved my teeth moved so quickly so rapidly it was so, so painful weird. that I started I chipped two teeth during filming mm-hmm. and I was like fuck this so I went and got veneers but now I don't wear my mouth guard at night like I'm supposed to to keep my veneers intact. It's so stressful. So they've moved also. I mean, meaning you can't see it from the outside, but I can feel it from the back. Your teeth, teeth are a pain in the ass. They really are. Your teeth look pretty perfect right now. They better because they're I, really expensive. My mom was making fun of me over Christmas because I would make fun of Greg because, you know, Greg, um, his tooth fell out and then he passed out. It was great. Oh, um, that was a fun time. Yeah. And I kept making fun of him. My mom looked at me and she goes, what are you making fun of? Snaggletooth? She was like... <laughs> Oh wow, sin! Oh, well, because I was also like publicly Mom making Brian like coming for you. Oh, my mom's hilarious. You can't. No, there's know. not one past her. Uh, she also, <laughs> she also uh, told me not to screw it up with Greg by being a battle axe. I'm like, these are not nice things to say, and you're saying it in front of him. <laughs> my mom calls me a battle axe too. You're really? Mm-hmm. Is that like a term from our moms? Because I, I, I think would, so. I've I've adopted the term because my mom said it, so I'm like, ah, oh, that's a funny term, but like. That's like from our mom's generation or something. 100% is, yeah. I don't get called a battle axe, but I think my mom's just given up because I'm <laughs> such a battle axe that she doesn't even need to call me it anymore. I was just born that way, I guess. So I actually have a question. I was just thinking this because, so like our moms have like probably, well, I don't, your mom's probably not as bad as mine, but like definitely an opinion on like our appearance and things as like girls. Like she just, they want us to look great. Do moms of gay sons do that? No, or I feel like moms of sons in general, I feel like there it's a much different dynamic. And I've seen it with my friend, like not just you two, but like growing up with mm-hmm. friends that were female with their moms and whatever. My mom has always just been like, oh my God, you're so, which she, uh, but she will. Yeah. She always wanted to control my hair. She'd be like, you look so good with a buzz cut or you look so good with this. So she would forced me when I was younger to get whatever haircut she wanted and put on whatever. So she did control a lot. And then, but even like now that I'm out of it, Mm -hmm. she'll try to be like, maybe you should try this or maybe you should try this or you look so handsome in that. But she's, she's not like, it's very like underhanded. No, she's, she's, she's actually just smart. She's just subtly saying it. Right. My mom will go right for it and be like, you look like you just walked out of a women's penitentiary, put a dress on. Okay. Yeah. So my mom doesn't. (laughs) She doesn't understand the concept of like, my mom does not understand why I look so like 
like uh, masculine or like not dressed up when I'm on stage doing comedy. She's like, well, you could just wear a dress. I'm like, mom, I can't move that. You don't understand the stage is elevated. People could see up a dress. I fan kick in my set. Like this is not, I have to feel comfortable. She just doesn't. She's like, does not understand the concept of why I'm not wearing a prom dress on stage. Rachel, just be girly. Damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Knock it off. It's so funny. I um, Well, this actually was one of the questions. that So I put a, out a post before this podcast. And we'll get to more questions later. But this reminded me so um, of like what listener questions were. And one of the questions was uh, best Christmas gifts each of you got and gave. Which go ahead and answer after this. But so I made my parents. It's actually an my music supervising was unreal. I made it like a uh, like a slideshow home video thing from like child. Like I had all these old home videos of us and I had put them on and I like edited this whole thing and then I put photos like in the Italian family I had Italian music playing and then I had some classic rock when it was like me and my dad rocking out doing stuff, whatever. But there's photos of me and my sister going to school. The amount of accessories and we're carrying bags that are larger than us, but they match the outfit. Like we're both like we're and we're in matching outfits. So we're wearing like like some sort of floral dress, each with a jean jacket on with about seven bows in our hair and a bag that was also floral that was not a backpack. It was like we had a purse and like they're filming us from behind walking to school. And it's just like the most <laughs> impractical outfit but damn, you looked good, girl. You look so good from behind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was a what was a the best gift you gave or got for Christmas, guys? Um, well, my parents got on some crazy list or whatever to get me iPod or um i or AirPod Pros. So I just got the new AirPod what are, Pros. What do they do? They're just so much better than the originals. They they're do, noise do canceling. They make, do but they, they make talk. them a great shape for people's ears that don't? Well, now there's multiple shapes okay. within, but um, just to sum it up, basically it it noise cancels, but then you can also take that off so you can then hear, because mm-hmm. you don't want it always noise canceling and then have to constantly take it. So you just press a button and then it unnoise cancels, and it will read your text messages. So if you get a text message, it'll be like Rachel O'Brien says, "Hey, what's up." douche Ooh, i like that you know yeah i've i've i found the 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 that was a function i did not like about those like so well had they actually fit my ears and i could go jogging with them in but they would just fall out but even when i would be walking with them in i felt really unsafe that i couldn't like because you can't hear anything else that you can't pull one out and just like wear only one because that's usually when i wear other headphones i'll pull one out so i can like hear road noise and things and not you know what i mean yeah no they so can you cancel amazing. just one no, or, you, or, it's either cancel both or don't cancel. Hmm. But you can wear just one. I got to write a letter to Apple. I think there's a lot of issues with them. <laughs> well, they're on their second version, so I feel like, you know, making progress. By the time this podcast comes out, it'll be on version four. Right? <laughs> Seriously. Well, it is coming out in a few days. Exactly. But what's exciting is... Uh, Okay, so we're going to get into talking about the first episode of the eighth season. Is it eight? Yeah, I didn't get to talk about my presents. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. skipping over presents here. So sorry. So sorry. My bad. I only remembered because it's in my hand right now because it's really special. My mom got me a bracelet. And thank God I opened it yesterday, the day of the Vanderpump Rules premiere party, because I need to listen to this shit all night long. And on the inside, she had it engraved. And it says, whenever you feel overwhelmed, 
dot 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 Aww. remember whose daughter you are and straighten your crown oh, so sweet <laughs> <laughs> you posted that yesterday and i was like I that guess. is the sweetest thing <laughs> yeah that was my favorite and i got a furbo <laughs> what's that again? oh my god a furbo. the furbo is the that thing that looks like a, a like a scent diffuser behind yeah, Zach that's on what my, i thought it was it spits out dog pants. treats yeah you can talk to your pets can you please make it do it them. yeah it, but it also has like created a monster because gibson mallorca um he know he's so 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 smart not that bowie isn't but yeah. you know gibson's Bowie's just, just way smarter sometimes and when gibson hears a little noise mm-hmm. he just freaks out so if i only do it like once or twice he just lays there and cries like the squeakiest mm-hmm. cry he goes my god i wish i had like one that. of those when i was a fat kid and i could have just been like yo hand me some nachos <laughs> right <laughs> Open up i want them now <laughs> <laughs> so okay we finished up the best gifts is there anything else did you guys so we only received on our end over here did anyone give anything they were proud of i can't tell my presents that um the best presents i've given because i have yet to give them yet uh-huh. but once I do, then I will send out a tweet, I guess, okay. later on. <laughs> well, and also, apparently, your parents listen to the podcast. They, what did you oh, call to tell me over Christmas again? My Okay, the other best gift I got this Christmas was I opened up my stocking, and I'm like, wait, they got me the body pill body wipes that I use all the time. But I have never once in my entirety of using them mentioned it to my parents. And I'm like, how did you guys know? I was so shocked. They go, we listened to Rachel's podcast. I was like, oh my God, you all are stalkers. I love it. And they go, we didn't know what to get you. So we listened and you said it was a great stocking stuffer. So we got it for you. I was like, you guys are so adorable. They're training for their YouTube page that they want so badly. Oh my God, I can't. Don't you dare shout them out out on this shout out to zach's rents we're looking forward to your youtube channel (laughs) well what i what i said you now just give them the biggest head ever (laughs) they're gonna be like now they're gonna be like okay so we need to get a manager (laughs) the um what was i gonna say oh when you called to tell me that i was like i think it was the last podcast that all three of us did together i was you said something kind of about like your personal dating life or whatever and i was like do you think your parents listen to this and uh, then when you called to tell me that, I was like, well, let's hope they didn't listen to some prior episodes where... Oh, God, they always do. And they always are like, now, Zach. And I'm like, oh, God, please stop listening to when wait, I talk. Wait, do they actually like say, what have they ever been like, we heard you on a podcast and we're curious about this part of your lifestyle? Oh, 100%. My mom was like, so who's this from London we hear about? And I'm oh like, my oh, my God. God, Mom. I was like, we talked about it on the podcast. Obviously, if it was like going somewhere, I would have told you about it that's so funny pa- parents are like well i think it's also with podcasting you just think like oh not everyone's listening you know what i mean my parents are always listening so you don't think you did don't you, i was just gonna say are. rachel like when you first started this did you think about like your your mom listening to like you talking about dating or sex or i mean you and your mom were close but yeah. like you still we we talk about things i don't necessarily want your parents to hear yeah i got my I, mom's a whole nother story i'm on banner banner pump fucking rules so like yeah. <laughs> face had there. to deal with it yeah <laughs> they've gotten used to it by now they're like you know what we're desensitized i don't think i actually don't think i think my my mom would um uh i implode if i if i was on Vanderpump rules and lived at all i think she would like her her body would self-combust or something i think she would not be able to handle um <laughs> But uh, I, I was so when I first started like podcasting, your, your intimate life being so so well, grossly. Public. I went through like a wave of it. So when I first started podcasting, I was like, oh, I'll just talk about whatever. And then when I realized other people were listening, I was like, I shouldn't be talking about things that they can hear. And now I don't care as much. There's nothing like a mother's honesty. Am I right, guys? 
And that's how I knew that my third love bra looked great on me. So I show up for Christmas and listen, sometimes I don't like to wear bras if I'm wearing like a bodysuit that's tight enough or whatever. But I happen to be wearing my favorite third love bra under this cute sweater when I showed up for Christmas. And my mom said to me, and I quote, if you ever stop wearing that bra, I'm going to be very upset with you because it is so flattering. You look so great in it. And I know that. I know that third love bras are the most flattering and just comfortable comfortable bras you'll ever wear okay so here's why third love does bras differently they believe that every woman deserves to feel comfortable and confident every day with the right kind of support you know they help her do this so here's what you do you take a fit finder quiz you answer a few simple questions to find out your perfect fit in 60 seconds which is actually super fun and over 15 million women have taken the quiz to date and did you know your breast shape matters when it comes to finding a good fit that part just blows my mind but after I took the Fit Finder quiz and they matched me with the right bras for me, I now know, yeah, I wasn't taking into account breast shape when I was getting a bra. And they have a perfect fit promise. So every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, put it to the test. And if you don't love it, you can return it and Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. And Third Love's team of expert fit stylists are dedicated to helping you find your perfect fit. And their fit stylists are available to help via chat or email. And returns and exchanges are free and easy. But I guarantee you, I guarantee you you're going to feel so confident and sexy and slim in your Third Love bra, you're not going to want to return it. Again, hands down the most comfortable bra you'll ever own. And also their panties are super cute. And I have an offer for my listeners. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash be here now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash be here for 15% off today thirdlove.com slash be here for 15% off today. Yeah, it's like honesty is what makes people listen. That's why yeah. we listen to podcasts. That's why we watch TV shows. That's why we read books. It's because the honesty. Is yeah. And it so makes other people feel better about their own lives. It's not like I'm not, I don't want to be like, everything is so perfect. Everything's so great. It's like, no, I want to talk about, you know, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly of life. Well, yeah. And that's why you should want to do a podcast. Like you do a podcast because you want to be real in your actual self. Mm-hmm. If people that don't, want to portray that shouldn't be an entertainment like you yeah. don't want to be real you don't want to show your life well sorry then you shouldn't have social media you shouldn't have a podcast you just shouldn't do anything yeah totally because it's not I don't just don't think it's pleasant I would not want to listen to a podcast with, where someone was like everything is so great I have the best marriage exactly I eat healthy only all the time I only exercise I never drink and it's like okay well great <laughs> like uh I, I feel like crap about I, myself yeah I was like <laughs> Also, I don't believe you. Like, that's not how life goes. Truth. Truth. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're going to go into... Okay. So today is... Uh, we're recording this a few days before this is released, but it is the premiere of the first episode. Season eight. Yeah. And last night was the... Did you guys um, know our show... Sorry to interrupt you. Our show okay. premiered. Season one premiered seven years ago today. No oh, way. oh, is that why they changed the release I don't date? Know. I don't know. I would. I don't wow. know the actual truth of why we moved from Mondays to Tuesdays. I would like to think well, it's and because three we don't. months later than normal. That is just because we filmed a lot later. I think, okay. and we're gonna if we get another season, we'll be filming a little bit later too. Um, also, last year we started film. We started airing. I'm sorry, in December, and that's really difficult because you air for two weeks and then you're off for two weeks for the holidays. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a weird thing to get viewers to to 
grasp a hold of How during the holidays. They they, so they don't air it during the holidays because no, other people are paying attention? Yeah, during like Christmas and New Year's and things like that. It's oh, p- think fam- about families, families don't want to sit down and watch Vanderpump Rules together? That's not yeah, wholesome? It's but even <laughs> networks do that too. Like yeah. your regular shows. But I, I'm happy because now we're not competing against Monday Night Football. Yeah. We're not competing against that's, The yeah, Bachelor that's anymore. Smart. Yeah. And, and just different shows. And I think Tuesday's like kind of a fun new change. Mm-hmm. But maybe they did it because it's exactly seven years ago today. This crazy train started. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne's crazy train. Off we off we go. Uh, <laughs> so uh we're gonna we're gonna recap the episode and like how you feel about certain things, how excuse me, I just burped. That was not a good idea to get that hummus thing. Um <laughs> and then podcast. Um but then, but before we get into that, let's talk about the premiere party last night. So every year they do a party. I thought it was normally on the night it aired, but is it always the day before? It's usually the day before. Okay, that's how much paid. But uh, it, but normally attention. again, it's like it's on a. Then we're doing a party on a Sunday, or maybe we do it on the Saturday or something like that. Yeah. Um, and this year, shout out to Randall for throwing our party. Yeah, he threw a epic little production of a party last yeah, night. Yeah, it was actually, it was a blast. Too short performed. And I he knew- had two bodyguards yeah. around him making sure no one mobbed him. Sure did. <laughs> like, no pictures, please. I did get my photo. It's like pretty much like the only clear photo I have in my phone from last yeah. night. It's hilarious. What did we say earlier, no, though? You know, you know, you have a good time when you don't have yes. any photos in your phone. I was just going to say that. I was like, I don't have any. I kept being like to Greg. I was like, why didn't we get any good photos last night? I'm like, it's because it was actually really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's. Let's talk about, well, actually, Zach, why don't you talk about, because it, I have a shitload of listener questions. I know you guys are very curious about the relationships of people going on in the show or whatever. So, Zach, why don't you talk about why you did not go to the premiere party? Because you were invited. <laughs> was I? No, I'm just kidding. And then he was I very was. back and forth about, well, you weren't back and forth. I, I was, was trying to convince you to go. I was like, I was not back and forth. You I also was very... thought, well, you flew in very late, and I actually thought you were going to come until... You said, okay, well, I've landed and sure. I'm actually not going to come. That's not why he didn't come, though, because no. I talked to him when he was at the airport. And I was like, he was like, oh, well, I never get tired, so I'd be fine to go. I was like, are <laughs> I know, you I've... nervous about what's going to happen there? Well, <laughs> no. So Kristen tells me a few days later or a few days earlier about it or whatever, because obviously it's always last minute. All, you know, the stuff it's like I know I'm invited it's not that's not ever an issue. Mm-hmm. But it's just like there is sometimes when you're in a group of friends that are so close, but also and in, so involved in each other's lives. And it's such a large amount of people. There's just so much drama going on. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like for some reason at this moment, all three of us are like kind of like ground zero for some reason of like, Oh, like things are going on. So I just was like, you know what? I don't want to deal. If somebody wants to think that, I'm drama or whatever. Well, I'm just going to bow out and not, you know, prove them wrong or give them any reason to whether I was sober, drunk, not. It just doesn't matter. Like, I just don't want to be in that situation. Well, your feelings are hurt. This is what we're talking about on the phone. It's like you would. So I had said to you, I was like, yeah, well, my feelings are incredibly hurt as well. But I was like, I, I, it's now, it's now just so hurtful that I just, uh, it's almost become comically hurtful where it's like. Where I'm just like, all right, well, I don't know why you don't like me, but okay, cool. And so I was just sort of I like, I want to. All sh- three of us feel that way. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So I, is. but my game In plan. Solidarity, sisters. Yeah. So like- <laughs> but my game plan was just to, and I'll go back to where where I think we differ, and I actually think I'm proud of you that you would speak up, but like I, 
my game plan was just like, I'm a happy person. I love my life. I'm excited. Like I love, I'm excited about Greg and like, I want to go there and just enjoy myself and not like be sad if like, I don't like, I feel like I don't understand why um, this person doesn't want to be friends with me or something. So I just was like, I'm going to go have a good time and like smile and have fun. And, you know, I had some great jokes that I said (laughs) anyways. um, (laughs) But, uh, um, but when we were talking on the phone, you were like, you were like, well, I was like, here's where we differ. Yeah. Like you're, you, because your feelings are hurt. You would want to say, what did I do to you? Well, not even that. I would just confront it and be like, let's talk about it. Yeah. Because my whole thing is I'm one of those people that I don't, it's not even like a fake of like fake nice because honestly being fake nice sometimes is just the mature response to a situation because not everybody's going to like you, but if you're in situations with them, you should be cordial, which can seem fake nice, but really it's mature. But no, but I want to make clear, like I, I wasn't, when I said I was just going to go there and just have a nice time, it's I'm, I'm past the point of like fake nice or whatever. It's, it's that it's almost like, my feelings aren't even hurt anymore. I'm more just like, I don't really want to be friends with someone that can be that mean. Like, it's kind of like a, I, 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 I like me. So I, I don't, okay. So I don't, I don't need to feel like, okay, do, what do I got to do to make this person like me? It's like, oh, it's, it's, it's like more, it was like, it was like a healing experience to go and not feel sad. That makes sense. Self-love baby. Yeah. That's what it is. Absolutely. But you were saying that yours is... Well, and mine isn't that it's not, because God knows I love myself a lot. Um, (laughs) And as well you should. I was like, I tell my... uh, Oh, actually, I can't say this. Never mind. I'll say it, and then you can decide if I should edit it out, but I'm pretty sure I should already. Okay. Um, I I always tell my friends, I'm like, listen, I might be depressed, I might be whatever, but I promise you, I will never kill myself because I love myself too much. Yeah. So it's like, you never have to worry about me being too depressed because it's like, I, you know, I'm fine with yeah. me. But I actually think that that, I mean, I can cut it out if you want me to, but I think that that's uh, an okay thing to say because it's like a lot of people go through ups and downs of depression or anxiety and things. And it doesn't necessarily mean that like, oh, I'm going to kill myself. It's like, I'm just having a hard time at the yeah. moment. Just like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not to obviously off put anybody that would have those feelings because obviously mental health is real and, oh, and everybody should totally deals with it in their own ways. But for me, like it's never that. But my reason is I I will confront anything that's in my life. So it's not that you're being fake by going and whatever you just have already internally mm-hmm. decided how you feel. Mm-hmm. Whereas for me and number one what we're talking about for me is five other people mm-hmm. that are not even in what, you know, you and Kristen are going through as well. I somehow have spiraled with other people in these weird mm-hmm. things, which by the way, we're just going to say this now. It is not Brittany yeah. Jacks or anybody like that. So do not think, don't question yeah. any of a, what I'm it saying. It is an incredibly large group of friends. It's not it just is, the main cast members. Or th- if the people are listening, they're only thinking about that. It is, friends of friends and people like like everyone is connected so many people people that work at the restaurant people that you know that are friends of friends people that are in different circles Mm -hmm. but we're all like interconnected in the end so I just for a bunch of reasons was like you know what I cannot not confront these people if I see them and this for them is probably they're not going to give me the time I, I would think that they should respectfully give me to resolve 
our problems because mm-hmm. I don't think that they want to resolve them. I think, I think that a lot they, of people just don't care. And that's what's so sad. Because I, I think, no, I think the, the nature of a, what's it is it 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 is deeply disturbing to me. And it's like very much like why I don't even really want to be associated unless it's like people that are being genuine or whatever. It, the the um, the things that people will do to they think by uh, association with like well Chris I mean I'm sure you've experienced this by being associated with you somehow they're gonna get something or whatever and they're just all trying to you know certain people are trying to grasp grasp to be on the show and things like that that they're like they they're they're so blindsided by like you know it's just reality yeah it's just <laughs> like, like actual reality lots of dehydrated peeps up in california dehydrated thirsty oh, thirsty oh my god that's so i did i was like did you not get that rachel your face was very confused i was there like for a second. i was like I are we going through another drought right now i thought well, we-, we sure <laughs> are <laughs> especially when vanderpump rules premieres we sure are going through a drought i swear oh, to god oh god there's so many times where i won't get it happens a lot with you well you'll have like you'll say like a funny like pop culture reference or whatever i'm just like what i know i don't think i've heard that because you're an old man you're (laughs) so cute you're an old man that lives in palm springs with a walker (laughs) and you listen to your jukebox like you i don't tired (laughs) (laughs) so funny my whole body gets tired i absolutely love the way native deodorant makes me smell but also makes me feel because i know i'm putting something good on my body so i'm obsessed with their exotic scents like i wear the peony and jasmine tea i also have the lavender and rose i've also tried the traditional coconut and vanilla but i also besides the fact that it just smells amazing it's almost like i'm wearing like kind of like a secret deodorant uh, I just found out that, did you know that many conventional deodorants contain aluminum, which forms a plug in your sweat glands to keep you from sweating? Yikes. And native deodorants is made without aluminum, so you can feel better about what you're putting in your body. It's so important. And native deodorant is safe. It's, like I said, formulated without aluminum, parabens, or talc. And it's also vegan and has never been tested on animals, which is great. And you just want to know the ingredients you're putting on your body. And native uses ingredients you know of, like coconut oil and shea butter. You you wear deodorant every day, so shouldn't you be able to understand the ingredients list? And it works. Making the switch to an aluminum-free deodorant does not mean you have to sacrifice on performance. I can vouch for this so I always smell good. It stops me from sweating. Native will keep you smelling and feeling fresh all day long. And like I said, they have amazing scents with over 10 scents, including their classics and a rotating seasonal list of scents. You're guaranteed to leave, guaranteed to find one that you love. Their classic scents include coconut and vanilla, most popular lavender and rose, cucumber and mint. And they have something for everyone. They have a variety of options for men. My boyfriend uses them. Thank God they smell so good on him. And they have them for women and teens. And they also offer an unscented option and a baking soda-free formula for those with sensitivities. And there's no risk to try, so there's free shipping on every order, and Native offers 30-day free returns and exchanges in the USA. Still not convinced? Check out over the 9,000 five-star reviews from happy customers who made the switch to Native. And you guys are going to want to check them out, and I have an offer for you. For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code be here during checkout okay that's 20 percent off your first purchase visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code be here during checkout smell fresh in 2020 but yeah so that's why i didn't go because you know what sometimes like i think that's very mature of you it was a good mature decision because you're not you're not like i gotta be there so i can say i'm there it's like well that's not who i am yeah i know not at all and I mean, Rach, you know, even I, when I first got the invite, I was like, okay, 
well, who on the cast do I want to be around right yeah. now? Who am I going to have fun with? Who am I going to enjoy this with? We all deserve it. I mean, and there were other cast members who shall remain nameless who were texting me being like, I don't even know if I want to go tonight. Yeah. But I said to those couple of people, like, we all worked for this. At the end of the day, yeah. we all worked our asses off for this. You the crew did. worked their asses off for it. Mm -hmm. To me, this premiere party is for us to celebrate, but it really was for, like, I think it's a party for the crew mm -hmm. to really get to let loose and finally enjoy themselves because they work so hard. Mm -hmm. And so then I really wanted to be there for them yeah, as true. well. And, and also Because that is their night to have a drink. lot of fun. Like, all the right. crew, like, have so much fun on that night. Like, and it's fun to be able to, like... And it's I mean, again, and I'm not claiming I'm on the show, guys, so don't leave me a bad review being like, Rachel, you're not on Vanderbilt Rules. I get it. Don't want to be relaxed. But <laughs> but these are my friends. So, yes, but in like, real life. and I do. Yeah. And I do know a lot of the crew members. And it's like when you are around them during filming, like you don't get to talk to them that much and ask them about their lives. So it's cool to like meet their significant others and yeah. be like, you just had a baby. That's crazy. And because like, they have to listen to, to us, bitch. I got to for see four months straight about our problems and then complain about how we have to film, even though we're having yeah. these problems. And it's like, what about them? What if their daughter was sick that day? Yeah. Or what if their something happened with their wife or mm -hmm. like something happened with their family? But and, it's also or cool a great to thing or a, yeah. or a terrible thing. We never really... We're like we become very self-involved during filming mm -hmm. at times and you kind of learn over the course of now eight seasons yeah that like these people have lives and are human beings that deserve to be applauded and yeah. praised for the work that they do absolutely instead of just looking at this show and going oh look at the cast members and look how famous they are yeah you I know. totally agree. So and it was also really cool. why I wanted to go, but also because I wanted to surround myself with the people I did love, which is mm -hmm. why I called you and said, you and Greg have to go. Yeah. Like, please Well, come. I was only going if Greg was going to go, and he was right. a hit. Katie's mom and Stassi's mom yeah. kept talking about how cute he was. I was like, I know. Thank you. Um, the, the funniest thing I got. And then the, guests, got, the guests that I brought made me feel very comfortable uh, being there as well. So it was like surrounding awesome. ourselves with those people. Yeah made it so much fun for us to celebrate yeah. what we've done. I think my favorite part of the evening was after we left Hyde, we went to Rocco's and there was karaoke and and watching Lindsay, one of the producers, sing Gangster's Paradise. I was like, holy <laughs> Shout shit. Shout out to the teachers. Yes. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. I saw the video because <laughs> I was slightly too drunk to make it to Rocco's and I'm, I was also proud of myself Zach I was proud of you for making your mature decision to not go based on your emotions I was proud of myself for bowing out and going home <laughs> instead of Rocco's. yeah before Rocco's <laughs> I lived vicariously through all of your Instagram stories. well you just so you know you did not seem drunk to me until maybe the last second when you were leaving I was like I actually probably should go home okay yeah yeah, yeah. but that was a very mature decision to just look we're all growing up Look at us. We're all growing up and I'm not like season eight. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm being less of a wuss. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that my version of growing up is being less of a wuss. That's one of my things for 2020 is that I don't make resolutions because I just, I feel like it's like setting myself up for failure, mm -hmm. but I've been deciding almost like daily, like when I notice something about myself that it's like not my favorite thing, mm -hmm. like my two things right now are that I want to be more assertive. Mm-hmm. And also I want to be more patient. So there, it's like almost like yeah. opposite ends of like the scale. Yeah. But I noticed that like I'm kind of a pussy and sort of a pushover sometimes mm -hmm. in things that I don't want to do and I want to say no or I want to stand up mm -hmm. for myself with something. And I don't mean to be more aggressive. I actually want to be less no, aggressive, more, more assertive. Yes. Which is different. That's perfect. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And I need a lot more patience, but yeah. I'm working on those things. I don't, I feel like you have quite a bit of patience. Who do you feel like you don't have patience with? Or what in your life do you feel like? 
like being in line for pretty much anything. I was like, oh. I was like, I don't think she means with people. I think okay. she means with certain things in her life. Well, or with. Oh, is I that like when we were just watching that comedy special about like Amazon Prime now? Yes, I'm <laughs> Put very Put it into my hand. But I would say even when I dated Carter, I think, and, and I think people can wear on you mm-hmm. or relationships can, but there are certain, there in my past there have been people that I've been very close to where I've suddenly just become so impatient with them. Mm-hmm. Nothing could be done fast enough or good enough. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to ask for help and accept help. Yeah. Because it's not something yeah. I'm very used to. I think that's a good communication thing. Like it, uh, yeah, I felt I have, I've actually even with Greg at certain points, like when he's stressed out about something, I'm like, okay, well just handle it. Let's handle it. And he's like, I kind of just wanted you to give me a hug or something like, and I was just like, all right, well, I was, I don't want, I just went into fixing mode. Cause that's what I know what to do where fixing, I'm just like, right. I'm and like, some why people you? don't want fixing mode. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know why you're stressed. Like, I don't know why you're sad about it. We can just solve it right now. Yeah. And so he's kind of like season on Vanderpump rules. Yeah. <laughs> if everyone would have just given me a hug and shut the fuck up and stop trying yeah. to fix my problems the way they think theirs need to be fixed. Maybe mm-hmm. we wouldn't all be in this predicament. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. I think that's a pretty good segue into <laughs> the first episode of season eight. So, we, so we watched it all together um, and we made some notes. So, I mean, this is, my, I mean, I only have one thought about the one scene I am where I basically just try to disappear into the white wall because I'm uncomfortable by yelling. Um, but let's go through. Oh, here's Poor the note. Rachel. It's like, you're right there. Just like, what do I do? It's, what it, do I do? My, my, I don't know why my mouth is like turned down. It looks like, cause I'm just like, I don't know. I, you I look keep like, you keep turning. Your I look like a grumpy old man. Shoulder. I'm just, but I think it's truly that I'm just like. But I remember so this is when Lala and I are in an argument yeah. in Katie's kitchen at the house chilling party. Yeah. And I go up to Lala about this conversation she had with Carter. Yeah. And Rachel is clearly talking to Sheena like right in between our well, shoulders. But I distinctly <laughs> remember being like, I were, I mean, I called my mom after that party and I was like, I hated that they yelled at her and I wanted to defend Kristen, but I was too afraid to get involved. And like, you know, I also know production I think does smart. I don't think the but, being afraid. That, yes, of course. Production and also, production been, doesn't want me getting involved unless you're going to go ape shit. But and you I'm didn't not going mean to afraid. But you didn't mean afraid. You just didn't want to. No, I did. Like I make I, it worse. No, no, no. It was well. It was a combination of things. It's like I'm pretty sure I wasn't mic'd. I don't think I would have been mic'd in like two seasons. And so, um, and I, and so I knew production might kind of be like, okay, then they got to figure out. They got to put a boom mic or do something or whatever. And I'm not going to go. Like ape shit. I'm not gonna go fucking crazy. Mine would have been like, just interjecting and being like, you realize you're being kind of. You don't scream at someone like that. Like public. It so it wouldn't have been good TV. And I I knew that part. But then, I also just I don't, I don't like when people are just like screaming at like it. So then I'm like, I'm just kind of afraid of like what you're gonna say next to me. So like I I wish I would have defended you, but I was also no, like, but I and I but I know you well enough to know that that was your son. Like I know yeah. that you felt that way inside, mm-hmm. but it's something that I've had to learn a really hard lesson through not just Vanderpump Rules, but also life mm-hmm. inserting myself in drama that is not my own mm-hmm. unless it is absolutely necessary. It's just none of my fucking business. You have business. done that many times because you're very, very protective of your friends. And I stuff am. Too. You've even defended me in different situations I've where I'm just myself, like, hey, don't do that. I don't need it. It's I've gotten okay. myself in a lot yeah. of trouble yeah, with friends, with boyfriends, with friends, boyfriends, with my job, mm-hmm. inserting myself in situations that are not my own because I just feel this need to be so loyal and protective mm-hmm. 
but it's sometimes people have to do shit on their own. I know. I, I and it, that was that's why I like commend you for being mature about it and just staying out of it and being like, let this shit, let shit hit the fan for a minute. It It'll be was fine. It, or was it like I was closing my eyes and just being like, if I just pretend like I disappear, I disappear right now. I mean, you like, did. It literally look, looks like I was like sneaking like into the wall. You eating a sour skittle. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if I just make myself smaller, they can't see me right now. <laughs> but it's still like I. Like Kristen said, like you were such a pussy, Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) I just didn't know how to say it. That's what I meant to say. (laughs) But anytime I've done it, like, well, it's not necessarily a spoiler alert because it's in the freaking trailer for the show when at Sandoval's birthday, which was my actual birthday too, uh, or birthday party, but it was my actual birthday and I went to it. um, When they was when they say we're Dunzo or whatever. I briefly said to, I think it was Katie, I, I, and this is not on camera. So in the trailer, Katie and Stassi, Stassi was just saying. Yeah, so I'm not giving a spoiler alert. Yeah, it was in the in the very first trailer, Stassi said, she doesn't say that's, that's at a different time, but she basically is just saying like, this friendship is not working yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. And you were standing right there. Yeah, so, but this is probably not on camera, but like, I was actually just talking to your friend Jamie. It wasn't even that I said anything to Stassi or Katie. I just was to Jamie, I was like, that was so mean. Like I like I felt sad about it, and Katie definitely either read my lips or whatever. And she was like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, "That was mean." And she was like, "I'm proud of it." I'm like, "I can't do this because I don't like." Yeah, we're past the mean girl stuff. Yeah, like I just shit. am like so. Anytime if I would try to say like, I don't like that. Like it's not going to go well. So because it's I'm not- rewarding to be kind, and it doesn't mean. When you're kind, it doesn't mean, again, you can't be assertive. Mm-hmm. You can be very assertive and stand your ground, but also just be a kind person. Yeah. And you can, it's totally fine. I totally understand, like, taking a friendship break from someone. And if it's not, if the relationship's not working for you, I'm not saying that they're being, I understand if they, it's more just the way it was presented makes me feel sad. Like, it's like, you don't it's almost like it's like well I guess, I guess that's the nature of being on reality tv and that's what you're supposed to do but it's almost like you don't like publicly shame someone and like it's just I don't know it just hurts my feelings yeah same yeah same because I think there's just a way to communicate things. and are we technically publicly shaming right now I don't think so I'm just saying like, no we're communicating how we feel about things and we're reviewing the episode yeah okay yeah and I mean about 75 of you wrote in and are asking these questions so we're trying to answer them in the nicest way possible because I still I love all these people. There, I, I love them. It's it's more just families yeah. fight. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's true. We're all like, regardless of Rachel and I aren't on the show. We get that, mm-hmm. but this is still our family. Mm-hmm. Like we're still around everyone twenty four seven. It it doesn't make us any less of family. It just means we go through ups and downs, and mm-hmm. you know sometimes you're in a downspout. Yeah, so. totally. It's you. I mean, we all have like you've been friends. You you and Brittany are like childhood friends. Kristen, I. I knew Kristen the first day she moved to L. Before like, I moved to LA. Yeah, exactly. Like it's and Stassi and I traveled the world together and spent every single day together constantly for you. Like you, I was in Katie's. What like it's these are deep friends. Like it's pe- really people you spend so much time with. Like yeah, like shit's gonna go down or it's things are gonna hurt or you know. We're going to rub each other the wrong way sometimes, but it's how you handle it. And I think people can see on the trailer and hopefully get that vibe from the first episode for uh, I'm just speaking my own piece and mm-hmm. my own POV because that's uh, that is what I'm biased to because yeah. it's me. Um, <laughs> I 
it, it's not again you're right it's not about how they felt because I can also see that perspective and how hard that is to see someone go through something a mm-hmm. friend that you care about maybe making decisions you don't think that they should be making mm-hmm. they should like I should have learned from my mistakes with Carter or, like I should know from mm-hmm. dating Tom Sandoval or watching Katie with relationships or Stassi mm-hmm. like I should just know better but when mm-hmm. you're in it you're in it mm-hmm. and my beef has always been with the delivery mm-hmm. it's always been the delivery because you don't think Brittany Cartwright feels the same way that they feel half the time she absolutely does yeah and did and does but mm-hmm. Brittany's delivery is very different you have very similar opinions to a lot of the things that Katie and mm-hmm. Stassi say mm-hmm. and Lala in the first episode but your delivery is very different mm-hmm. And it's the delivery. And I say that on the reunion last year. I say it in episode one. I say it different times in the trailer. Your kind of love doesn't work for me. And what I mean by that is I need you to just be there for me. Yeah. Just hug me. If you don't want to hear about it, I will not complain to you about it. I get it. But still be my friend and let me figure it out. Yeah, totally. And I'm sorry I didn't do it on a timeline that worked for them. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where we say. stand. And there's your answer, everyone, for Katie Stassi yeah. and I. Yeah, I was like, I as was far like, as why we're not friends, which I think you got a lot of those questions, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have that answer yet. I'm going to watch this season with you guys. I hope that I get a good answer. From, see, from episode one, what I see is that they're calling me a liar. Mm-hmm. And that pisses me off because yeah. You're not. I'm not lying about it. It's just messy because relationships are hard. Yeah. And I would like to also point out that when you say, you say um, that it's the delivery, I don't think it's the delivery. I think it's the fact that they don't, it's, they could say whatever they want, but they should still support you because like, let's just take back when Brittany and Jax went through things or anything. I was never, ever there was times where obviously I was like, Hey, Brittany, maybe this isn't great. Now, obviously now feel totally different and have for a very long time. But back then I would speak my mind, but I would say, no matter what you choose, I am always here for Mm -hmm. you because I love you as the person. Because also why would you kick a dog when they're down? So obviously Brittany's already going through a hard time by this bad thing happening. Why would you scream at them and be like, what you're doing is not working no, for me. It's like, Jackson, or yeah. like with Kristen, it's like, why would I do that to you? You're my, you're one of my best friends. Why would I do that? I should support you no matter what you try. Give the yes, opinion. Give like, yeah, opinion. I think the relationship is, hasn't been working for a while. And you, but, but always be there. But, That's, but you can call me and it's, and that, that I think that was something that was hard for me too, is that I tend to really like compare and contrast different relationships and friendships within our circle. And it was always frustrating to me. Like, Okay, well, we were all there for Brittany when she and Jax had a hardship a couple of years back, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they've made it through it. They're yeah. married. They're the happiest I've ever seen, yeah, especially Jax. Like, they're, they're wonderful. They're so let's preface together. that. Yeah. But back then, did anyone turn their back on Brittany when they were broken up, still living together, still having sex? Exactly the same mm-hmm. thing, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Or when Stassi was going through hard times with Patrick, mm-hmm. I remember a specific episode when she... Katie had people over at her apartment and Stassi went to Brittany and started crying and said, I don't want to go to Kristen and Katie about Patrick because I feel like I've run that course with them. Mm-hmm. Katie and I never said don't come to us. Yeah, though. is it a short term memory loss? I'm not really sure. Like, So it's like, ha- haven't all of us, every all girl that we're all friends with, you, Rachel, me, Yeah, when Zach, Stassi and Patrick Stassi, were going through their Katie. stuff, I was on, a, on and off all the time with John fighting. Like mm-hmm. it's, this is, the, it's the way things go. It happens sometimes. It yeah. just happens sometimes. And yeah. That's where I've been really frustrated but, because I don't think I've ever have. turned but my back. But if 
Hey, but you, ha- but, you never did. But that's again, what's different. If that is what they need to do because it felt emotionally draining for them, that's fine. But you don't, right. you don't scream at someone and make someone feel like, well, they're just a liar and they're not doing what I want them to do. It's like, she's actually not lying. She's saying we are still living together. We sometimes hook up. I don't know what to do. Like, it's if anything I was like brutally brutally honest they just didn't like my honesty because I do agree with you they did go Stassi and Katie specifically went through stuff with Tom and I back in the day I can get there might be PTSD or that they were they're now in happy relationships yeah. well, I mean, so you they did, don't you feel did, like being you did dragged pretty, down like, majorly lie about like the Jack's talk whatever but that was I'm saying, so but I many feel like years ago maybe it was because during the summer like they hit this really happy place where like Katie's like Happily married, bought a new, new house, house yeah. all these wonderful things. Stassi finally is in a healthy relationship for the first fucking time in her entire life. And now I'm going through shit. So like that doesn't work for them. You're right. Taking space and saying we can't handle the toxicity because we're in really good places. Totally fair. Mm-hmm. But again, the delivery. Yeah. So it's just not what I would do. Yeah. And I that see. is something that I struggle with often. You know, my mom always tells me like, don't expect to be treated the same way that people treat you, but treat people the way you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. You know? So I feel like we did cover, I mean, once we get to the questions, like that, hopefully that does answer. I guess it doesn't necessarily answer. I got a lot of questions about people being like, are you not friends with Stassi anymore? Hey, guess what? Didn't know we weren't friends. I just thought she was busy. So I don't know. I like my answer is the same way. I really, I have no idea, but um, all good. I don't really care anymore. Like I, so I, I don't I don't need an answer. So cool. Whatever. Um, can we go back to the 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 first episode? Yeah. Because so, there's some other interesting things. In I was like, there's well, and there's, there's some funny stuff, too. We, we have one of the notes is Schwartz is the MVP of the episode. He was so hilarious. It's not only him. It's his mumos. It's, <laughs> it's his mumos yeah. and it's his mood and it's his face and it's everything he says. The random stuff. It's just he is. No, actually, he, there should be, you know, like Baby Yoda has made like a big <laughs> splash on. The, no, it's actually Tom Schwartz. Tom Schwartz is the Baby Yoda of Vanderpump Rules. He makes everything brighter every episode. So just it's a, just hilarious. He just brings light to every screen. Was it he's on. was it a preview for the next episode when he says, "Ah, oh, best man all by myself"? What, what did he say? I was yes. like, "No, yes. that was that was this episode." Yeah, yeah. He and was we're like, like, "Bubba, I gotta be best man like all by myself." <laughs> and we're like, "That's Tom that's Schwartz, the MVP." That's the nature hands of down. being the one best man. He's like, "You guys want to see my house? I got a house. I got a house." <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I just love it the, so the hard. Moomers are, the moomers are unreal. Like, I don't even know where one buys I mean, those. I mean, well, I know now, now he's he making his, them. Yeah. He has his own moomoo line. But where did, he, check it out. where did he find them before? Where does one find those? I don't know. Kmart? The Grove. Like, just, okay, no. <laughs> I just want to go through, like, what your thought would be. Like, all right, you're, let's say you're Amazoning it. You're on Amazon Prime or whatever. And you're like, what would you even search for? Male moomoos? No, just it doesn't moo-moo. matter. It's yeah, male. Like, he does, I don't think he cares. Oh, it's gender neutral Tom's, moomoos. Tom's never been a fan of pants as long as I've known him. Or, so or real sense. shoes. He likes a lot of sandals and socks. Yeah. He's also an old man from Palm Springs. <laughs> or oh my God. He's you actually guys, Florida. You That's guys true. should actually start a retirement community together. Oh I swear God, to God. It would be, you guys should start a reality show called Tom and Rachel's Retirement Community. Yeah, how to, go to, how to, God, to go to bed early. Be, it would be a hit. Eat healthy snacks. <laughs> Done. It would be the... But also enjoy daytime leisure activities, like maybe a walk or some tennis yes, or something. Yes, an occasional, an occasional still drunk from Saturday night onto Sunday morning. 
that's like tom's extracurricular yeah, activity yeah but i but, love tom drunk the next day i bet he is a hoot today probably. i should have called him this morning <laughs> so funny oh he yeah he does do the second day like drunk in this thing like he's hilarious about it where it's like he loves to go on adventures at like eight in the morning like when we lived in west hollywood he would call me and he's like dodie do you want to go to the standard and get like a Pinot Grigio spritzer and dip our toes in the pool? It's so funny. <laughs> I'm dead. That's the so we are the opposite, and this things. isn't me just being like I don't drink as much, but that's the but it, we are the opposite where it's more like the reason why I am like I gotta have just a certain amount of drinks and then I have to put myself to bed because, because I have an you're early morning fall and I anyway. and yep and I need to go for my walk in the morning and I need to make sure that I'm I'm cooking bone broth right now at my house like I'm. You guys would balance each other out in the retirement community. That yeah. is so true. He, he would be like the cruise director. Like he'd be like activities, activities. I'd be like, no, but we need to be in bed by this time. You'd so be we the can captain. Do, yeah. So we You'd can be, be the captain do the morning and he'd activities. be the activities. Because so he'd be like, no, shut up, captain. He'd be like, we're going to do it anyway to the like cabin behind. Yeah. Like, no, he's totally like corrupting your first officer. Like it's the best. Actually, let's like, start I'm a like, cruise ship. But I'm like, we planned a, a morning walk. I don't want you guys staying out this late because then you will not be awake early enough for the morning walk. <laughs> I freaking love it. <laughs> I think it's also just the difference between. Oh no, but he's a morning person too. Actually, I think he is. He, yeah, he loves mornings because he doesn't go to bed. Do you know what? <laughs> do you know, the I know. I'm just kidding. Do you know what's difficult um, in the new relationship that I'm in? Greg is w- way more of a night person and not as much of a morning person. And I'm such a morning person. I am. I imagine so irritating for him in the morning, but then he doesn't understand that. Like, okay, so then I got up early. So I've been up since like seven, and then. Once it hits about 10, I've had a full day. So if you got up at nine something or whenever you're 10, maybe like he doesn't do that all that often, but sometimes, and then he's just kind of like, why are you so tired? I'm like, I had a couple more hours in this day than you did. Like it, I, I feel you on that. There's a, a boy that I'm hanging out with who's mm-hmm. very structured and wakes up very early and like just, he's just more structured yeah. than I am. And I feel like you're I, kind of a morning person. I, though. Went, I get up early. I get up. I wake up. I always up think really you are early. because of the dogs. You have exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah. I live alone and I live with the dogs and like, I wake up probably like seven or eight every day, but it doesn't mean I like get up, take a shower, like right. get out of the house. I'm like already ready to roll with makeup on. Like I wear the same onesie, like pretty much all day. Oh, and I know I'm home. highly irritating to Greg. I know it where I'm like, yeah. wake up. This is so fun. And then I'm like, okay, be nice. And I call him baby Huey. I'm like, fine. I won't b- bother baby Huey. I know you need to get your beauty rest yeah. for your little I, eyelashes. I love mornings to be up, but I can't, I, I'm not like get out of the house and go to like 17 meetings, like at 8am. I'm like, no, 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 no. The meetings can roll around around 11. That like works for me. Yeah, I have to do I mean, stuff around the house for like a couple of hours. Like I'm very lackadaisy when it comes to that. Make 2020 a year where you explore new skills, deepen existing passions, and get lost in creativity with Skillshare's online classes. What you find just might surprise and inspire you. So last night as I was, you know, just trying to wind down from the day, I was like, well, maybe I'll just watch some TV. And then I was like, no, I'm going to get on my Skillshare and just watch something, learn something new before I go to bed. And I decided to click on the um, one of the, their top classes. It's about productivity. And I feel like it's something like anyone needs to learn. Like it's hard with this on our digital age where you can just constantly get on Instagram and stop doing the work or the creative work that you want to do. It's really cool to learn new skills in how to remain productive. Or let's say you wanna learn, take a creative writing class. That's super easy on there too. I even did the Skillshare podcasting class. Like clearly I know how to podcast, but I clicked on it and I was like, oh, I learned some things that 
I didn't know I needed to learn from there. Skillshare is amazing. It's an online learning community that offers membership with meaning. With so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives, Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. Skillshare offers classes designed for real life, so you can move your creative journey forward without putting life on hold. You can learn and grow with short classes that fit your busy routine. And Skillshare is also incredibly affordable, especially when compared to a pricey in-person class and workshop, an annual subscription is less than $10 a month. And you know, being creative can benefit almost everything you do. Like you don't always have to be go, 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 work, work, work. Sometimes it's good to inspire your mind to think about something else and you never know where it can lead you. And Skillshare is a proud sponsor of Be Here For A While. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash Be Here and get two free months of premium membership. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started and join today by heading to Skillshare.com slash be here. That's Skillshare.com slash be here. Well, I, I am like that too, though, with like house stuff. Like I, I have a hard time working from home, for example, because I will be like, I should clean everything around me right now as opposed to like sending this email. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I do that too, but I'm the most like night person and non-morning so. person yeah. ever. Like I, I this is why our morning. friendship is hard where you're just it's like, Rachel, so hard. come on. It's so and hard like, because we only have a few hours a day that we actually <laughs> it's overlap. It's a small window. <laughs> it's a very small it's like window daylight from savings like three summer. to nine. That's it. We it's only a have small window to binge hours. Netflix. That's it that is it and then we're either i'm out or she's out oh my it's just the worst but i actually had an ex-boyfriend that made a list of pros and cons of dating me when he was deciding if he like officially wanted to break up with me which Ouch. i told him to that do really no i did mean. tell him to do in his defense which there isn't really much defense because he was a terrible human in the end but um during it uh i did say like okay make a pros and cons list blah 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 and he one of his main cons was you wake up too late and i wake up early and and it was such a strain it is hard on our relationship and when i say a strain he wanted to wake up at six because he like on a normal weekday he worked uh, he would wake up at 6 a.m., be mm-hmm. at his job by 7, and then we'd get home by 4 or whatever, mm-hmm. and then we'd be in bed by 9.30. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, I'm up till 3 regardless because yeah. my insomnia will not stop. Like, doesn't matter if I work out. It's just hard when it's just like someone's like body clock is just different. It's so different. And so I would just lay in, and he, but he would never like want me to not like cuddle. He'd be like, cuddle me. And I'm like, I, I'm awake. Like, yeah. I don't, I will, oh my God. Like I would, I drove myself crazy yeah. trying to like fix, fix our body. Body clocks are the, I think that should be the number one like <laughs> thing on a profile. Yeah. Are you a night person or a morning person? And then that's all actually the very true. Like a dating profile. Take them out. Should we create mine. an app where like, that's the basis that of actually, it? actually, you know what? Done. Us three right So an now. app for the dating profile and then for your and Schwartz's retirement community. Yeah. Yeah. That would be like, we need to know this and, info before you come in. And that's how you in. break them up into which housing area totally. they live in or it's stay so in. Funny. Because I think people's body clocks naturally are what they are. Like some people really are truly night people. Some people are truly morning people. And it's like. And it will not change. Like yeah. I've tried so hard to wake up early and, and do things. And I'm just like, it just does not work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we came up with something there. I even tried to drug myself with Benadryl and go to bed early, and what it just does not work. 
when I, I will fight my body fights through Benadryl. So funny. My body's weird with melatonin where if I take melatonin, it's like I'll knock out. And then four hours later, I'm like, all right, it's time to go do stuff. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'll be like, ah, and I'm ready. I'm ready. Wait, what? You have no allergies now. Are you ready to go? Let's yeah. go on a walk. We cleared those up. Time to. Got rid of those. Wait, that's not what you wanted with you're these like, five You're like, Benadryls? I can't go on a walk. It's 3 a.m. right now. It's unsafe. And, and I'm like, like, and I'm going. <laughs> So funny. Okay, so what else do we want to recap in the episode? Okay, there's one thing that I would like to make very, very clear about this episode because... I felt personally assaulted by this one comment on Sheena's behalf. Yeah. I really did because, listen, Sheena and I, since I've moved here, Sheena has been one of my closest friends. She has been there when I didn't know anybody and was just coming into like the group when all I knew was Brittany. I love her to death. And when she and Max first met, I was there for the first three, four weeks where they were like really hardcore, whatever. It was me, Sheena, Max, and then, you know, whatever. And so I was there the night they met, the first time they diddled the fr- everything did you say i know diddled? yes i, no, did I don't think that I that's i to... don't think that that's a real word so that's i don't think that's a pop culture reference that's happening right now that i don't understand i think that's a zach word that you made up diddled isn't a- <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> okay whatever you sound like like, a, that, now you sound like you're the retirement community fine they were diddling in the back seat <laughs> well they were so not giving away any spoilers. Um, basically, I was there for the first however many weeks. Sheena was like, oh, like this guy's really nice, whatever. And But Max won her over because he would send her the sweetest, most like kind messages. We all went out to like um, Malibu Wines. He was just like the biggest gentleman to her. Constantly was like, oh, God, I've never met someone so beautiful as you that you should read the text messages. So I just want to make it very clear in this that maybe Sheena with Rob in the past had misread stuff or maybe with Adam, whatever. But I was there from day one through day, you know, whatever three weeks is with Max. Max went from 21 from hero to zero because (laughs) honestly, and listen, I love Max and Max is great. And Sheena loves Max too, but it is all on him. He flipped the script after whatever. Like, he was all about her. Basically, you're agreeing with Sheena in the episode, and Sheena says, listen, dude, you pursued me. And, right. I, the, and, and the quote, I don't like crazy. being called crazy. I'm not crazy. She's not crazy. I Sheena's hear, not crazy. She's yet. not. She's not She's at all. Not. It was him. Don't you love when boys like to say that? When they like to make you crazy. Yeah, or make you feel crazy. They make you feel crazy yeah. because They're- they dismiss what you have to say. Mm-hmm. They're very dismissive and just in in very um like not all boys. There around. are some very good ones. Not that, all. Greg's a good one. I, I, but yeah, yeah. It's just a lot of guys can make women feel this way because they turn things around on you. Mm-hmm. He's making her crazy. You know what I mean? So actually, you know what? I'm gonna ba- I'm gonna I'm gonna retract my statement. Sheena probably was being fucking crazy, but it wasn't her fault. Right. Yeah. It was his fault. Because it was a lot of making, his fault. It was or, his fault. It no. was Adam Spot's fault. It was but I think that the R.O.B. Term, piece of shit Valletta's fault. But I think that the term crazy. crazy is not necessarily, she probably wasn't even necessarily being crazy. It's more just like anytime, Emotional. anytime you're, you're uh, second guessing what's going on or like, hey, you told me this one thing and now you're acting a different way. Like, that doesn't why? make you crazy. It means you're just speaking words. Actually. Exactly. No, yeah. she's speaking truth and he's yeah. like, wait, no, but like it wasn't like that. Yes, it was, bitch. I read the text messages it was. Is the term for it gaslighting? Gaslight, yeah, oh being God. gaslit and misled. Yeah, mm-hmm. that can make any bitch crazy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
But yeah. all I'm saying is we have to own that now. Women I'm can, not. Women I, can do that to women you know? too. Just FYI. They sure can. There are a lot of she's that make me crazy too. Yeah. Um, June June second, twenty twenty. He's making you crazy. Coming out on Amazon. <laughs> Pre-order it now. <laughs> casual plug. Casual plug. Not casual plug. You should. Shameless. Non-subliminal message. Buy the shit now. Please buy the book. Subliminal message. We were actually listening to that podcast like, about that. We, I like, was like, how do we make this a subliminal message? Talk over me talk, while I'm talking. Okay, ready? So hi, hey, my name is Rachel O'Brien, and I buy am Kristen's here book. Kristen's on book. Buy Kristen's um, the book. new podcast. Okay, <laughs> That's like the Disney subliminal messages we were listening to earlier. I the Aladdin my one. Rachel O'Brien, so I feel like maybe I, they're going to think I'm the subliminal message. That was Well, hey, could, hey, could go either way. It could. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Actually, I do sound like uh, Rachel O'Brien right now. <laughs> oh my god! On that podcast about the side note about subliminal messages, one of the thing when they when it became a thing that subliminal messages were whatever. I'm talking about a pod- podcast called American Hysteria, and I'm gonna have this girl on my podcast. It's I've been fascinated by this. Um, so it was a whole message or a whole podcast about subliminal messages, and so they were doing the whole Disney one where they said all that stuff that everyone kind of knows about, and then I guess like when they were trying to catch the BTK killer. Because he was watching the news, he was all into that or whatever. I guess like the police were like, "Okay, we got this subliminal message thing." And like when they were doing a news report about it, they were like, "Call the chief!" Like they just started saying that underneath, like that was gonna make him like confess. <laughs> didn't work. I know. Spoiler no, alert. Didn't work. <laughs> That's funny. I yeah. was on Saved by the Bell back in the day. Do you remember that episode? That's yes. Very- I was Wait, just- what? Was subliminal message? Yeah. Yeah. Zach was trying to do subliminal messages over Mr. Belding's microphone That's in hilarious. the office. What was so like, he? What was it was about? It like to get Kelly or something? Yeah. It was like um, it was was it? It wasn't for um. I, can't I don't remember. remember. Yeah, I, I think like, it was something Zach like trying to get Kelly to go to prom with him or go to a date with him or something, and he yeah. was like trying to do subliminal messages like over we Mr. Gotta Belding's We got to do some more research if those actually work. I yeah, think we maybe. Like, I, I don't know. It has to probably be done properly. I don't know. Um, what else do we want to talk about in the episode? Um, I, I, I feel like I do want to say a little piece about uh, Stas' comment about my outward appearance mm-hmm. when I was p- packing up three years of my apartment and my relationship with my boyfriend and getting ready to buy a house, which was absolutely fucking terrifying mm-hmm. and being just really sad about like this crazy change in my life mm-hmm. and that I didn't, you know, slap on a little bit of blush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, damn right. I didn't. <laughs> I actually think this is the first season of Vanderpump Rules that I just went. You know what? Sometimes I'm not going to wear makeup because that's who I am. Yeah, I think that's great. I like, actually, and when my friend Rachel met you, she um, she was like, Kristen is actually so pretty without makeup on. That was like the first thing she said when you got up from the table. She I mean, like, we are filming a reality show after all. And yeah. my reality was that I was really fucking sad. And just because we were filming, mm-hmm. quote unquote, a scene, mm-hmm. that was the reality that I was living in. Mm-hmm. And I was sad. Also, and Carter yeah. and I also filmed a scene we felt I hate saying a scene but we filmed that day which mm-hmm. they showed in that flashback where I was like really distraught so mm-hmm. yeah sorry I forgot to like slap on my Charlotte Tilbury blush and a little bit of a great concealer. brand though. great brand love Charlotte Tilbury same she should be here <laughs> wait same do, do we all get do you love it oh product? yeah you like their face cream don't you but the truth isn't that the one you like yeah. it's, the, it's the under eye cream yeah it's yeah great. but the truth of that is that yeah when I am really sad when I'm at home in my own home mm-hmm. my inward um feelings do show on the outside mm-hmm. but anyone that knows me and the reason people say specifically Carter and I like well we don't even see you guys fight like this is what you say but we see you looking so great because I don't 
bring it out into public. Mm -hmm. When Carter and I were together and we were in an argument and we were out with friends, we kept that shit in and we handled it at home. Mm -hmm. So I think I've done a pretty damn good job. Thank you very much. All right. Ooh, sound effects. All right, so now we're going to get to the listener questions before we wrap it up. And uh, I want to just state very clearly uh, that we are not... So you guys have to understand... um, I basically have received, I mean, you probably get it a a ton, but because like Stassi and I were so close and stuff for so long, I receive comments on, you know, social media and messages from uh, people a lot and you guys. And I, and I actually do understand that you're not trying to be mean. A lot of your questions that you wrote in were like, you're not trying to pry or like, uh, and so I, and I totally understand the curiosity or whatever. So, but I want to make it clear that we're just trying to kind of overall say like, yo, I don't really know why we're not friends. And, and there is and, no bashing it, here. We're just trying to be honest. Because yeah. That's what we're doing. Yeah. In 2020. And my, and, and, and I know you guys aren't trying to be mean. You're just curious, but my feelings were already hurt by the situation. So like a reminder of like, Hey, are you guys not friends? It's just kind of like, eh, I don't know how to answer the question. Cause I, you know, I, so I hope that this clears it up for you and I hope as best as we can. Yeah. Cause I, where we're at yeah because I certainly like I honestly can't even think of like anything like just I wasn't even hanging out with me for like a, a while so like I, I couldn't have done anything so who knows I think it's just because you're best friends with me if you want me to be honest but that's just my hypothesis I don't know though because I don't know if that's true I don't I'm think just that's necessarily when you, you true know because you, I I even when even when but Rach you know when you it's like when you're in a relationship or in a friendship or any type of relationship and someone's not telling you what's going on so therefore what I do is then now I'm going to come up with a million reasons in my head as to why something is happening so because I don't know the answer as to why you've been shunned as well I'm coming up with 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 guesses I'm gonna guess it also has something to do with listen to the honeydew podcast so now we're gonna answer y'all's questions all right let's see What's been the biggest help with your journey on self-love slash growth? This is for you, Kristen. And they said I can answer too. And Zach, feel free. That's from Mexican Mocha. I typed this up. I like that. I know. I also typed this up so quickly. So so basically when I read your guys' stuff on Instagram, then I quickly type it up into a document. So if I get your handle wrong or your name wrong, I apologize. Um, so I think for me, it was a, it was a real reality shock to buy my own house, move into it by myself. And and I remember like right a few days after I bought it, I was like, mom, I want to give the house back. This is too much work. I'm terrified. I'm alone. Yeah, it it, it is. So it doesn't, if anyone's buying a house, you can't just give it back. There is there no (laughs) refund, no return policy. (laughs) You had a kid and you were like, ah, this is too much. Change the mind. (laughs) But I think that's when it really started where I'm like, okay, but why am I afraid? And why am I afraid of being alone? Am I afraid of being alone? Am I afraid of being sad? What are all these emotions I'm having? Mm -hmm. So I think therapy was very helpful for many years for me. Um, but truly I think right now it was going to our energy healer Mm. I think that was a huge huge thing for me um, because she is lovely and kind of just taught me to forgive myself Mm -hmm. to love myself that that doesn't mean I have an ego but it's really important and there's no way that I can ever love anyone or accept love from other people unless I know my worth Mm -hmm. And being in the industry that I'm in, it's very easy to feel like you're not worth as much as someone else. So Mm -hmm. it's like letting go of jealousy, 
keeping your eyes on your own paper, mm-hmm. being supportive and being kind to other people and knowing that if you put in the work that the universe is going to reflect back for you. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it was. So it's a daily thing. This is not as easy as the mm-hmm. shit that I'm saying. I do it. I have to do this every day. Mm-hmm. I write about it in my book. It's called He's Making You Crazy. Um, <laughs> but, but really, it was like kind of, you know, the that's the journey of, of what it, there's just so much funny stuff in this book that mm-hmm. I wrote and a lot of crazy stories and a lot of really sad things and really dramatic things. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like, what what changes for you when you're able to like find the one and right now I don't know who the one is I could know him right now or Mm -hmm. I might not know him at all it could be someone that comes along later in my life Mm -hmm. but right now the one has to be me Mm -hmm. and for so long in my life I was very codependent on the men that I was dating Mm -hmm. codependent on my friendships expecting that that was what was going to bring me joy and that Mm -hmm. really just needs to be those need to be small pieces of the puzzle yeah but you just have to really look at yourself in the mirror every day. Hug yourself. You know how fucking hard that is? Mm-hmm. Hug yourself for two whole minutes, 120 seconds. It's really hard sometimes. Yeah. Or looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, I love you and not oh, bullshitting. It's a, it's a lot of daily, daily stuff. You know, because like, you went to the same energy healers I did and like yeah. writing down positive affirmations yeah. every day. I have to get to 973 at some point. Mm-hmm. I'm not at 973, <laughs> but there's, sh- it shouldn't be that difficult. So it's definitely a journey where there's like days you can write down 10 things. Other days you're like, fuck yeah, I'm having a great day. I wrote down 60 and another day you're like, I only have two, mm-hmm. but that's okay. As long as you can write down a couple and like banish the negative thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I was just going to say like, yeah, the energy healer was good, but, um, I think just to like, uh, being okay with like being imperfect, I think is and 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 being kind of uh just honest about like so i i think i i think i, I think before i had told the story i told um on the uh, how do you do podcast uh that maybe i had rubbed people the wrong way where it seemed like i was just brushing over some sort of you know depression or or whatever and um and it didn't feel very authentic it's because it was very complicated and it wasn't black and white and it wasn't necessarily I I actually wasn't uh severely depressed like I was like all right sometimes some days are bad like really was sad my grandma died I was in the wrong relationship like that kind of stuff but like most days I was like yeah rock and roll Rach I like what's going on here like you know like that so so I, I apologize if that offended anyone in that way. It, it wasn't, it was just a complicated story and I didn't want to um, hurt anyone else involved by, um, t- but the cool thing that did come out of, of that experience of, of getting to go and like work on myself and stuff is realizing, and I'm still, cl- I'm so fucking close with everyone I went through that experience with. I even just had a meeting with like the owner of uh, Milestones and uh, and she knows like she was, we we now joke about where she's like, yeah, you didn't need to be there, but it's good for everyone to like, you know, go through these like and like learn these tools or whatever. But like we just had a meeting with me, my friend who I, I went there with. Um, also, he's totally fine. He had to work through some his personal stuff um, and this other woman and we're like, just like I still want to be involved in the community of like mental health and like like addiction stuff is very important to me too while I don't uh you know suffer from like you know substance abuse I I fucking love people that have and now are sober and can talk about it because they're like being honest about their shit and it's like and that's the only way you're gonna get over something it's like it's the hiding and the shame and stuff and the whatever that makes people or just the lying about how perfect you are or something that is 
So uh, for me, that that's kind of like my self-care journey of like nothing has to be perfect and and it's okay to get a little sad sometimes. It's okay to not... It's okay to not wear makeup and look, you know, shitty if you it's feel okay like to looking feel shitty. Feelings. Yeah. You actually helped me a lot. There's something very specific um, that I that I wrote about because of you, Rach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was like at the very like at the end of my book, but really at the end of my book, which is like this self care <laughs> yeah. journey, with like this self love thing, which is really fucking hard for a minute. Mm-hmm. And it, again, we you, you have to practice it every day. But it was thinking about all the insecurities that I had. Mm-hmm from friends or exes or people that wanted to tear me down or insult me mm-hmm. were things I've told you, Rachel, where I'm like, I know I can be like erratic or I talk too much or I talk with my hands mm-hmm. or I do this, I do that. And you're like, but yeah, those are all the things I love about you. Yeah. And it was like, it makes this, you like funny and interesting. Yeah. It was like this aha moment that I'm like, okay, well, why do I talk with my hands or talk fast? It's because I'm passionate. Yeah. Because I'm excited about life. And so maybe I do, but like, that's fucking cool. It's, it's, it's fun and I'm funny sick of and being quirky. ashamed about yeah. of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I look at all of my friends and all the people in my life and think like, why do I love Zach so much? Because he's so fucking loud and tall <laughs> I was and, say, I was and gonna, hysterical. Why is it always loud? I was literally why about ready to but say. But it's like my favorite thing yeah. about him. <laughs> And it's funny because we we can joke about it between us and between our best yeah. friends and the people that love us because mm-hmm. we know it's like a joke from love. Yeah. But truly, when I go, what is my favorite thing about Zach? I love how fucking loud and boisterous and happy and excited and yeah. passionate he is about things. That's not a that's not a flaw. That's, no, it's that's fun. It's an attribute. Yeah. that's Wonderful. Yeah. You know, I like all my weird flaws, too. Like, sorry, I'm stuck in the 70s. I like classic rock. I'm an old man. I like <laughs> and, a lot and of why food. are we well, friends? I was yeah. Like, that's why all we I can love talk you. about you're gonna be our cruise director you're gonna no you're gonna be the the captain of the ship when we are old we'll be like okay take us home take us home rachel take me home country roads you're gonna be you're gonna resist it so hard you're gonna be like i need i need some some fast whatever gay bar music is house music whatever no i want pop music pop music whatever i don't even want trance no zach did what? you not? Did you or did you not show me a, a like a tr- uh, EDM song with yodeling in it? Oh my god, it's the best one ever! <laughs> it's it's <laughs> like it's like physical torture. It is, it's, it is. Zach, don't you dare! I hate you. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I will bow out now. Okay. All right. Let's. We need. We've Our been. Friendships going... are easily like dwindling away now. It's too late. Um, I want only on Pump Rolls premiere night. <laughs> I want to answer a few more of these people's questions, oh, but yeah, we are going right. so much longer than I normally go. Sorry to interrupt you, uh, Kristen. So we okay. We definitely covered the like friendships with like the those ones. Um, uh, Kristen, how does it feel being? Uh, this is from S E M A J. Hopefully, I got that right. Um, how does it feel being uh, the villain of the show? And do you agree with that characterization of yourself, or are you misunderstood? And are the witches of WeHo truly donezo? Because that would be a tragedy. The wines are so good. And I need potion number three. I as well need potion number three. So um, although it was proclaimed on the show, the witches of WeHo are donezo, I don't believe in never or forever. So just stay tuned. But right now you can still buy potions number one and two <laughs> at knockingpoints.com. Should we get you an infomercial? I know. Rachel's, Rachel's <laughs> like, unless you're my sponsor, never be on my podcast again. She's like, how much are you paying? Um, I'm totally joking. And what was the first question? Uh, how does it feel being the villain oh, the of villain. the show? Do you agree with that characterization of yourself or are you misunderstood? No, I don't. I mean, I just don't get the whole villain thing at all. I think I was a giant pain in the ass for a few seasons. I think that I cried too much and yelled too much. and I was a little sloppy for many seasons. But I never saw myself as the villain ever. 
Mm-hmm. If anything, I think I'm a damn cheerleader. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, I was just going to say, um, to speak to that as like a third party coming in later in the game, mm-hmm. I have ne- like Kristen is never the villain in any situation. Like yeah. I just always. I think that's a weird word. I think a, that's like a, a weird, weird characterization. Yeah, I think exactly. it's more like the crazy Kristen erratic or whatever. It's not like. But she's always the most passionate, which is which is yeah. how like I, I've always I've always thought that that was like the highest form of like flattery to her friends is she is so passionate about what she does and what she feels. And, and that's, yeah, sometimes it can come off as crazy. Yeah. Sometimes it can come off as whatever, mm-hmm. but it's, it's passion. Mm-hmm. It all comes from a place of love, either love. for my friends or from myself. Yeah. Well, exactly. Um, and then I don't know this name. S R E B R I S T I N A Murphy. She said, no question, just wanted to say that we may have not seen the season yet and may not be privy to all the group's personal relationships and drama. We are all supporting Kristen this season. I love you. I love you. It's nice to be supported. And we agree. We do too. Uh, (laughs) We do too. Um, I want to do like one more. Uh, There was one I wanted to, let's see. Last one. Uh, Lexi. Lexi CMC, how does Kristen feel about Lisa saying that she's always seemed like a hard person to get along with? And then I think she was pretty nice to you in yeah. the interview. And also, can I, I'm going to say one thing. I know I've said on this podcast before that I think, um, you know, Lisa's been like rude to me at certain points and things. Uh, she has very much softened up. I think that she's gone through a hard time. And I would like to say, I did tell Pandora that once. I was like, your mom never remembers who I am. She's like, my mom can't see half the time when someone's approaching. She doesn't know like who it is. And like, that's my arrogance. And I'm like, she doesn't know who I am. Like, <laughs> so... Lisa so been sorry, extremely sorry. Kind. I was yeah. I'd say this entire year, and I I do agree just from my own like point of view. Um, I think she's been through a lot, and that can really humble someone. And I think it has softened her up. And she has been so incredibly kind to me over the last year, and so understanding. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're always gonna like have a little kind of tiff. I think it's just I think there's a lot of past history mm-hmm. that is difficult for her to move to to get over Mm -hmm. um of me just being like a total asshole and like a child and a brat i'm only laughing because when she gave the speech last night at uh at the vanderpump premiere party and was like what what did she say about you i don't it was something like i love you all and like even even kristen or whatever and i i said to like the three people around me get new material lisa (laughs) (laughs) she does say that every single premiere party i will i will give her that but Someone put a been, muzzle on me, please. She's been so incredibly kind to me lately. Um, I'm I'm not like holding my breath that this will last forever, <laughs> but I'm enjoying the ride. I think I think that I think I I truly believe there's something about like her even her energy where it feels that she's softened up. Like she is. It's yeah. So it, yeah, her aura is like purple now. <laughs> Your aura is purple. I love that movie. I'm almost famous. Yeah. All right, guys. This has been fun. I love you both. Is there we anything else you. you want to plug, Kristen? Do you want to? Do you have anything I think else I coming out? Pretty, I think I did a pretty good job. <laughs> Zach. Um. Just I don't know. Love me anyway. Yeah. He's making you. I'd like you to buy. He's making you crazy. There's no gun to my head. But if you'd like to buy, he's making you crazy in 2020. Uh, or pre-order now on Amazon.com. You can. So please do it. <laughs> it's hilarious. Now they're taking a photo. All right, guys. I love you so much. Uh, Happy 2020. Hey, kick ass this year. One more quick thing. You guys have always been so nice. Like I, besides like a few mean reviews I will get that are just like, they call me boring. Yeah, I am boring. But 
maybe you won't be uh, able to come to my retirement community, okay? But uh, for the most part, you guys are super, super supportive and nice, and it really warmed my heart, the reception I got from the telling that story in the Honeydew podcast. I was so scared to do it, so thank you for all your nice messages about that. I, I...